everyone and welcome to another episode of Monica Moments. We're super excited to have you join us on today. We are in the midst still of a pandemic and there's just one word that continuously comes up when I ask people, how are you doing? How are you coping? How are you maintaining during this pandemic? And that one word is anxiety and just being anxious. So for today, I want to share some practical tips about how to deal with anxiety or feelings of being anxious, not just during the pandemic, but just at any given time. You may be one who have experienced some episodes of anxiety prior to the pandemic. However, if you are now feeling yourself a little more anxious than normal because we are in the midst of a pandemic, these tips will work for you as well. So we're going to get started. Number one, stay in your cognitive zone. What I mean by that is we allow ourselves to overthink and to move forward, press forward so many times in situations instead of just allowing the process to happen. Anxiety is a future oriented state of mind. So staying in our zone reduces our levels of uh, increased levels, let me say that, reduces the increased levels of anxiety to take over. Now, I understand that some of you are natural overthinkers, but let me be clear on this. When you go past where you're supposed to be from a cognitive perspective, you are only putting yourself at risk of feeling anxious and possibly experiencing some anxiety. Number two, relabel what's happening. You know, so many times if you have tuned into anything I have written or said, you have heard me say this. We have to look at how we approach things. We have to be good stewards of how we choose to be impacted. So for number two, relabel what's happening. Whatever it is that's causing you anxiety, you want to look at it from a different approach. And when I'm asked this question, how can I look at it from a different approach when it's right in front of me? This is probably the response I've given for maybe the past seven years. And that is focus on what you can control. Because if we are focused on things we can't control and things that are constantly coming at us and they appear and they feel overwhelming, guess what's going to happen? We're going to start feeling the way in the same way we're focusing so switch switch take a pivot to and focus on things that you can control number three fact check your thoughts sometimes we have to replay tapes sometimes we have to reel the thoughts back in because guess what happens when we start to overthink and thoughts start to stimulate within our brain, it is so easy for those thoughts to just get 
out of control. So we want to make sure as it relates to reducing and just really managing anxiety and feelings of anxiousness that we fact check our thoughts and don't put yourself in a position to start thinking about something that has not come to pass and you don't know if it will come to pass. So we definitely want to make sure that we're keeping our thoughts in a place where we can say these thoughts are realistic. Number four, breathe, breathe, breathe. Take deep breaths, go in and out, out and in. Because I'm going to tell you guys something. I just recently learned about this. I was dealing with some elevated blood pressure readings. And when I went to the doctor and I shared with the doctor how I was taking the uh, the blood pressure readings in my home, my doctor just, just laughed. And he said, why are you standing up? Why are you coming in from exercising? Why are you running up and down stairs and then want to take your blood pressure? You're taking your blood pressure at times when you have already raised the levels. And then he asked me this question, when you sit down, do you take deep breaths before you take your readings? Of course not. I'm sitting down, I'm putting the cuff on my arm and I'm looking directly at the machine. He laughed again. He said, I want you to close your eyes, don't stare down the machine, take your blood pressure, take three deep breaths before and breathe in and out slowly while the machine is monitoring you. Guys, let me tell you, it made such a difference. It made a difference between taking medication and coming off of medication. Number five, follow, I want you to follow the rules that work for you. Not the rules that work for others, but the rules that work for you. So many times people can generate and develop anxiousness and anxiety because they're trying to keep up with rules, regulations, and expectations of other people. You must stay in a place that works for you because when you find yourself expanding and stretching, now it's beyond you and it's about someone else. So you must stay in that place that works for you. Number six, do something different. If you find yourself the muscles flinching, the sweating coming on, or you find your heart beating a little faster, do something else. Don't sit in what you're feeling. If you need to get up and move, if you need to stop moving and sit down, if you need to get a drink of water, if you need to take, if you need to stop your vehicle and get some air, whatever it is that you're doing, when you feel yourself becoming anxious, you want to do something different because think about it. If we're doing something or saying something that causes us to have some anxiety, if we want that anxiety to go in the opposite direction, guess what? We've got to do something different. Number seven, stand up straight and look at what you see 
and don't confuse it with what you don't see. I want to say this. So many times we look at situations and we put a conclusion on a situation without the facts. Look at things for what they are, but don't make them things they're not. Because when we do, we start to get those brain sensors moving. And then guess what? If we run into something and, and it doesn't make sense and we can't figure it out, now we are having some palpitations. We are, oh my God, what happened? So you don't want to put yourself in that situation. So stand up and look at what you see and don't confuse it with something that's not there. Now, number eight. Now, I'm talking to myself as well as you with number eight. I just love a good pastry. Um, I'm from Georgia. I live in Georgia. And I just love to go to the bakery about once every three months to just get all my treats. And that's why I go once every three months because I get all my treats. But number eight We've seen and we've heard people say this. We heard educators say this. You may have said this yourself as a parent. Um, sugar. We have to stay away and really mo monitor the amount of sugar so we don't get anxious. I hear, hear people say a lot of times if they're getting sleepy and they're on the road, they go and purchase something with some type of sugar content. You want, if you are suffering or if you've been challenged by anxious moments and anxiety, the last thing you want to do is to drink something or eat something that's fueled with sugar. Because guess what's going to happen? Everything that you're feeling is going to be maximized and it doesn't put you in a good place. Number nine, when you are feeling a little anxious or you're feeling like, Ugh, I want you to think about happy places, control moments, and favorite people. Happy places, control moments, and happy pe and and happy pe favorite people. And here's why I want you to think about that because these are great distract distractions. Great distractions from what you may be feeling and what you may be going through. Now, I want to say this to you. Everyone should have a happy place. Everyone should be able to touch a control moment. And I hope everyone has a favorite person. And your favorite person doesn't have to be an adult. A lot of parents, their favorite people are their children. So you want to tap into those things when you're feeling a little anxious or in the moment. Because the goal here is to shift. And when we shift, the goal is to allow the adrenaline to come down as well as the, the heart to come down and not beat as fast for the pulse to settle down as well for the muscles to become a little more relaxed. And last but not least, number 10, if you have really experienced some major forms of anxiety and you have tried these tips, some tips that you come up on your own and nothing seems to be working, please don't hesitate to contact a professional. So many times 
we are in a far worse situation because we just staggered and stalled before we went to seek help. And listen, I say this all the time to people. It's nothing wrong with getting help, but it's a lot wrong when you know you need help and you don't get it. So last but not least, please, if you have tried things on your own, if you've tried things suggested by others and you still found that you were in that place and it's not comfortable, it's um, distracting some things that you need to do on a daily basis, it's distracting the way you're thinking, the way you're processing, please reach out to a professional. Now, I want to say this as it relates to anxiety and just episodes of anxiousness. It's nothing to be ashamed of. Do not shut down. If you're feeling some kind of way, I hope that each and every one of you that's listening, that you have at least one or two safe people. And all these people are, are people that you trust people you feel comfortable with and people who you feel um, have developed a non-judgment of what you say, what you do, and perhaps the way you think. But certainly don't keep it to yourself. We are in a time, my doctor and I was talking when I went in for my appointment and he was saying that blood pressure, anxiety, um, just, just, so many um, moments of uncertainty will cause these areas to elevate and to be maximized. However, we do know that anything we're feeling, there's a way to deal and cope with it, but we have to just know what those ways are and where those resources are. So I hope that today that you guys will take the 10 practical tips I've shared with you on today about dealing with anxiety. And it may not be you. It may be someone you love and care about. Share these tips with them. Yes, we're going through a pandemic. People in the world are going through other things, psychosocial stressors, illnesses, grief, and loss. But here's what I believe. If we identify and confront whatever it is we're challenged by, we expose so many opportunities to cope as well as to conquer. Don't be defeated. Don't keep it to yourself. Don't feel like something is wrong with you. If you have ever, and if you are currently suffering from anxiety or just constant feelings of anxiousness, Number one, you're not alone. Number two, there's help and resources if the things you tried don't work. Now, the last thing I want to say, some of you may be like me. I am anti-medication. And the first time I had to take medication for anything, I just knew I was going to have a heart attack. So I know we exist in the world. But here's what I want to say to you. If you are dealing with anxiety on a level where you need an anti-anxiety medication to help you manage and control, here's how I want you to look at that. I don't want you to look at it the way I did, like, oh my God, is it the second coming of the world? Here's how I want you to look at it. I want you to look at it like this. 
this pill will afford me many more calm and zen opportunities to be the best version of myself, to be the best roles that I play in my family, to be the best roles I play on my job and with my friends. I want you to see if you have to take medication to deal with your your levels of anxiousness and anxiety, I want you to see it as part of the solution to minimize or to terminate the anxiety. I don't want you to see it as an added problem, okay? Promise me you'll do that. Guys, we're always excited to come on to share nuggets. We hope that these 10 nuggets on today will help you or someone you love in some kind of way. Until next time, we'll see you then.